everything of romance and the Pretty Unlimited podcast. <laughs> Hello, how you guys doing? This is the Quiet Storm. <laughs> that's what it felt. When you said evening of romance, that's what it felt like. Downtown Tony Brown or whatever. Hey. You know, it's always some nickname. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's always like thunderstorms. Yes, the. I love it when you, you hear the thunderstorm coming in. I mean, I remember a few times it catching me off guard with like a, and like I'd be listening with my headphones on uh-huh. and looking for rain. Yeah, yeah. It was always. I'm an idiot. It was but, a thunderstorm. Know. It was like some real slow, smooth jazz. Yeah, it's like that meditation rain that me and Jaden listen to. Yeah, and there's some dude. My name is Joe White, and this is The Quiet Storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Power. We're going to be playing songs from Anita Baker, Boys to Men. (laughs) (laughs) It was weird because what time did the Quiet Storm even come on? Right around 11. Some night. Was that every night? Um, I kind of remember there being like a, maybe it was 10, but I want to say it was like 11 because I think it was like 9 o'clock, Power 99 had the... um, the top nine at the nine. The top nine at nine. Yeah. And then I think 10 o'clock was The Quiet Storm. The quiet I'm not storm. sure. I think that came on like that was the next DJ. It was I like never, 10 to 2. I never listened to it on Power. I, only time I listened to Power 99 after 10 was on Fridays. And they used to have um, Horace Tatars was Hor- on in the morning. Yeah. With Dave. With, with your heart, Dave Sanborn. Oh, she talks What's her name? Sanborn. Um, Carter and Sanborn in yeah. the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to listen to that every day. Horse the Taurus with your horoscope. Okay, so. Well, before we get. Well, no, in order to inspire the romance. Is that what this is? Well, for some fuckers, that's. Yeah, yeah. Operative word. It don't happen for us that way. <laughs> Fucker. You know, the funny part is, is for us. We can't drink and then go have sex. We'll fall asleep. That's true. We're old. <laughs> we old. Speaking of drinking. So today's sampler. Yukon Jack. I think we did this one already, but I can't quite remember. It might have been a flavor. I don't remember this bottle. This is bold and distinct. The Black Sheep of Liquors. No, we definitely have not tried this. I used to drink this with Nikki. 100 proof, 50% alcohol by volume. Colored with caramel, another another fake ass, <laughs> fake ass whiskey. But I've heard I I've probably had Yukon Jack before, but not. I've like, definitely had Yukon Jack before. I've not been like, yo, let me cop some Yukon Jack real quick. Jesus, we had we were down to one bottle. We had to buy a couple more today. This is colored with caramel. It looks like I mean we say it every week, but this really looks like pee. So we might be interrupted because our daughter and her daughter have moved into the house and uh, they were supposed to go out and then plans just canceled and they're supposed to be going to the park. But even though I'm going to be dating and or timing the podcast, it's around 830 right now. So the three-year-old in a park for an hour is probably not going to work. It's going to really be the quiet storm. But she can come in and be educated about romantic music she- and whiskey at three years old. Cheers. Ugh. No, no, no. What the, uh. what the fuck was that? Oh, my God. What the fuck was that? That's the worst one we've had. Really? What the fuck was that? 
Oh my fucking god. Oh gosh. This shit was like turpentine. Oh, this is terrifying. Fuck, that was bad. Oh, I can't even drink the other shot now. That was fucking terrible. That's the worst uh, thing I've ever drank. I might not have had Yukon Jack before. Oh my god. Yeah. Um ugh. That was terrible. I can't do the jack after that. That was that was <coughs> that was fucking that was the wrong jack. Oh. <coughs> That's what the Yukon tastes like? Like trash. Turpentine. That's the that was terrible. Ugh. That, on, on to romantic stuff. It <laughs> really is the black sheep. Oh of my god. They I would throw his ass out of the family too. That's terrible. What the fuck was that? Okay. okay. Go ahead. So back to the quiet storm. <laughs> um today's episode is our top five romantic songs. I realized after we probably should have did like a seventies, eighties. I I I I think the problem is is once you get to nineties. I think romance in music falls off a cliff. Like I can't think of the last romantic song I heard from the last. Like, well, because at years. that point it starts turning into like H Town knocking the boots and all that kind of. When the other thing too is I think, like, not saying there's not R and B these days, but R and B isn't what it was and hasn't been for a bit. So, and that's like my go to for more romantic music. So it's kind of it literally just like. Once I graduate high school, I'm kind of like, I don't know too much about <laughs> romantic music after that. Yeah, most of my list is... My shit is old. Yeah, mine too. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. There's there's a couple songs that are... Yeah, mine are mostly old. Out of the five, two are more current, but current as in, in the 90s. Um... Yeah, <laughs> I, won't, I won't say music's gotten trash, but definitely it's it's turned into something else. I realized, um, cause oh, you know what? Could you do me a favor? And do what? Could you make me a playlist on the quiet that we could storm. that we could podcast out on the quiet? What you mean? We, I don't know if we're gonna get in trouble for it, but we'll we, see. We could get in trouble for it. We're daredevils, though. Let's go for it. All right. Just this one time. Let's put our our wedding CD in the quiet store. In where? In in. Let's do a podcast of it. <laughs> just an episode with a mix of the songs. No, let's like discuss our. We could do that. We could let's do it. Let's do that one because that All could right. be fun. That's not happening today. <laughs> no, not okay. now. No. Right. Okay. Because today we're in the quiet store. Okay, so I'm gonna say I actually had one song. It's not on my list, but I'm gonna tell you what the song is. Okay. But it's not on my list because it's so short. Okay. The words of the song. Mm-hmm. Um and for years and years I was under the delusion that this was um like a black R and B group singing this song. Uh oh. And then I found out it was Chicago, and it blew my mind because I never knew Chicago had that capability to sing that well. I don't. If you told me Chicago was a black and white group, I would have. I'd have no idea. I don't know anything about the band aside from seeing the logo. Peter Cetera. I know Peter Cetera. I don't really know Chicago, and I only know (laughs) Peter Cetera for like two songs. So I'm just gonna. I want you to. Okay, we might get in trouble. Let's see. Wow, you're wilding right 
Okay. Singing. You started it at that point. You tell me. <laughs> really? Wow. It's coming. He's walking to the microphone. Well, you watch an actual live performance, okay? Time. Why wouldn't you include that? Because there, it's like all of seven lines. And so, so I love the song, and um, me and my stepdad had very uh, opposing opinions on damn near everything. Uh-huh. But that was hit one of his two all-time favorite songs, mm-hmm. and his other one and this one, his other one's on my list which is just weird <laughs> so okay. he had good music for a romance or good taste for romantic music okay so what's your number five? my number five uh amazing or amazed by lone star it's uh, on our it's on our our wedding cd i don't remember the song <laughs> i've not listened to that cd in a while so that's um white group <laughs> White people. White people. White people can sing sometimes. In the um, quiet storm. In the quiet. Not on. Not on. <laughs> not on our wedding. I was surprised I put it on our wedding CD, but I was trying to break it up. What? Amazing loan. This is gonna be the episode that gets us kicked off of SoundCloud. Nah. Fingers crossed. In the quiet storm. No, that's just a commercial. <laughs> that's that's after the romance. Right? Let's see. Uh, that was an iPhone X commercial. That's weird. Ah, uh, yeah. With okay. you. Hopefully, that's enough to not get us in trouble. It's okay. too late. You played the damn Peter Cetera out here. Okay, yeah, so it's um, one of those songs where, you know, you can just hear, and I think it works either way, you know, obviously he's singing it to his woman or whatever, but uh-huh. um, I like those songs, and you don't come across them that much. It's usually 
you know, I love you, I love you, I need you, I want you, blah, blah, blah. But this one is kind of, I'm proud to be with you. I'm proud to have you at my side, you know. And I like that because you don't really hear that message too often. Mm. It's usually the romance is just all the romance where this one is like, you know, um, you know, kind of like he's enthralled by her. Where? You know, which is just a little different. So, but I just like the song too. So, yeah. My number five, I just realized that as you were talking, this is my only white people on my list. Um, It's also like quite possibly the corniest person song on my list. But uh, <laughs> when I think of like, act, like old people, old white people being romantic, like back in like this, like the 50s. Mm hmm. Bobby Vinton's "Roses Are Red," my love. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's it's kind of corny I think though. People would be probably surprised to know that you are actually a connoisseur of a lot of old white oldies music. Yeah, like that's classic. You stuff. like Kathy's Clown and yeah. and you know the Everly Brothers and yeah. you know that's you know and you'll know all the words which like when we first got together I was like super shocked <laughs> I was like well damn <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta be varied but yeah I, I I think the first place I heard this gonna, now where it, where it comes to like like actually me the first place I heard this song was in Goodfellas <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there, and people, wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> people who have watched the movie will know it was Henry took um his then girlfriend out on a date and like he was going to impress her and he took her out to a restaurant and it wasn't Bobby Vinton, but it was supposed to be, I guess Bobby Vinton on the stage, like singing. And he did like a, like a, a nod to Henry and Henry was kind of like, Oh, look, I know this motherfucker, whatever. But that song always <laughs> stuck out to me. Cause it was like, that was their happy times. Then, like, after that part, like, you saw them in a car, like, you know, making out or whatever. It's just, like, one of those really, like, sweet, old, mm-hmm. you know, if I would have right went to through the point oldies, thing. I would have really had a lot of Motown. I'm, I'm, I may on. have some Motown on this list. Yeah, I actually, one, oh, I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. What's your number four? Okay, definitely a song I, I would be surprised if you knew, or if anybody knew. It's very old, like 1979, 80, kind of okay. old. That's not that old. Um, uh, you and I, not Stevie Wonder, okay. before, you, before you think it is. I, uh, I already but thought it. Eddie Rabbit and Crystal Gale. <laughs> I've heard of Eddie Rabbit before. Yeah. Not, I don't know if I know the song. Um, so it's a duet. Okay. And, well, obviously, it's a duet. It's him and her. So that would be two. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's definitely that's how duets duet. work. <laughs> that's how they work. Um, In the quiet store. She, um, very beautiful woman. And um, one of the things she was known for was she had super long hair. Okay. Like. Um, how long is long? Let's see. Let's. Like, would, would she have to move her hair to make sure she wasn't. Wiping her ass with her hair, which oh, definitely on the toilet. Okay, I just googled Crystal and I put G and it came up Crystal Gale hair. There you go. Shouts out to Google for knowing what everybody wants. That is a lot. Damn, that shit is she walking on that shit. 
<laughs> That's a lot of hair. That's how long my hair was when I was a kid. I bet it was. My hair was like to my knees. So wrap it around your body. That's yep. crazy. And she had, she was always known for her, for her, her very long hair. And it's like years later, she cut it but to still, her that was short. She's sitting <laughs> on that shit. Jesus. And she was the the one person I knew that like had that long hair. And I and she had very uh, hair similar to mine, just very straight and just yeah. doesn't do shit. Uh-huh. But I felt like the long hair on her was kind of like a symbol. It kind of works for her too. Yeah, yeah, and it works for her. So I kind of wanted to have my hair like hers. You were trying to be Crystal G. Yeah. Remember, like, what was it two years ago when I cut it? It was like down. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty long. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going for that again. Okay, say less. So, and you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm just gonna keep getting it, letting it grow out. I prefer you with longer hair than short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my my goal is my tailbone. Okay. Let's go. I mean, if I was six feet tall, it'd be a, a bigger, yeah, a bigger thing. But I'm not. That <laughs> it's not that far. <laughs> and I'm like, how far am I now? You're, you're. It's not gonna. It shouldn't take you too long to do it. No. Let's see. I am. You like the middle of your back? Not even. Uh, just under my, just under my shoulder blades, about an yeah, inch. You ain't got that much longer. So I'm about halfway there. So probably about another seven or eight inches. We'll see where you're at, at the end of the year. Yeah, it'll probably take a year for it to grow that much more. As I'm getting older, my hair growth is not as fast as it used to be. Me too. Mine is in some places <laughs> non-existent. It's just like we're, we're supposed to grow here. So I was, I'm going to tell everybody. So I asked you the other day if you wish that the rest of your hair would just fall out so you didn't have to shave it. Because like, yeah. I watch you having to go through the ritual of shaving your head every week. Yeah. Low key, I probably... If I, was, if I was in a situation where I was... I don't want to say in the public eye, but like if I was recording stuff on video on a regular basis, you'd be doing it more. I'd probably do it twice a week. Yeah. Most of the guys I know that do a bald head, like I, and not that I'm in their houses or anything, but mm. they'll talk about it on Facebook, you know, every other day or every three yeah, days. If I was, like if I was yeah, serious it seemed, about yeah. it, it'd be, it'd be shouts out to combat Jack RIP. Um, I think he was doing it every other day. I remember specifically one podcast. My, if it wasn't every morning, it was every other day he was shaving his head. All right. Uh, let's take a pause break because I think my taste buds are back to normal <laughs> so we can do the Jack Daniels. But yeah, I, w- I would love to. Uh, I've thought about it. Is there a way you could do like, um, I wonder if there's like a electrolysis kind of. I saw. Would you consider it? I mean, I electrolysis, think. Electrolysis, no. No, I'm no. saying something that were like it would just remove the hair so you wouldn't have to do it anymore. No, because it sounds expensive. I did see that there was a, uh, there are electric razors that you can use in the shower. Would you want to do that? I tried. It's like uh, the one, the Anselm sent me one um, and it was like 50 bucks. That's not bad. It's not bad, but. I don't know. I'd have to check. I think people don't understand. Okay, so let me explain to all of you the way Chris really is at home. So, Crete, let's see, how how do we make people understand how cheap you are when it comes to yourself? How do we, what do I say? (laughs) I don't even know how to begin. Like, you don't want to buy stuff for yourself. No. Hardly ever. But if I see something, you're like, get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. And I'm like, I just got clothes in. But you're always telling me I don't buy any clothes. You really and don't. I do. <laughs> no, you don't. 
I do buy clothes. I don't know. I I think you're probably more prone to not buy clothes on like a regular basis than I am. Well, you get a lot of freebies. What I do is. And I I don't necessarily think that that counts. Well, my thing is. Now, is that shirt that you're wearing? This shirt I'm wearing. You got me this for Christmas. Not last year, right? Or was it like was, it was it this past before? Christmas? Yeah, you, you got, got me like the t- you got me like all the t-shirts. t-shirts for yes, Christmas. we got you like twenty t-shirts um, and a whole bunch of the office stuff. <laughs> my thing is, if I Gundy. like, I know if I'm gonna be on camera at work, I try not like I don't like seeing myself in the same mm-hmm. shirt. I always wonder how like. Um, People like the Kardashians, like they're in the spotlight every single day. Like, how do they get through clothing? You know, they they, probably have. Or do you take on a thing like, don't give a fuck. And that's just what it is. I think I think I I know me and I'm so it's so hard for me to just find clothes that I like. Yeah. So I really wouldn't care. I think there's so many pictures of me in the same Art All Night shirts over and over and over. I'm like, whatever. I think the thing with the when you say Kardashians, nine times out they're of ten, gi- they're given clothes. But it's not even that. When they're on camera, they're so business oriented. They're probably making sure they have. Oh, because they're doing e- Instagram, e- either and, something yeah. sponsored or something that was given, or something that's an advertisement for a future thing. Like, there's so many different shots of Kim Kardashian wearing like something that. Con- she wears a lot of white. A lot of white, yeah. Or just like a lot of the same color. But mm-hmm. it's like there's times where like, oh, she's wearing something that Kanye designed that's not coming out for like another six months. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stuff like that. That's always the story. So they're, they're so, like people say, oh, they're manufactured because they look at their bodies and you know, all that stuff. But like, it goes to like what they're wearing in every post. Like I, I would be surprised if you saw them repeating outfits ever on their Instagram pages. I at least want to have a different shirt on if you see me on camera. Another time, and if it's like I'll keep the clothes, mm-hmm. but if I know that I'm going to be on camera that day, I would prefer to have something that I've either not worn on camera before or something new, mm-hmm. just so people are. Because the, the last thing I want to see is, and not that I read the comments anyway, but it's always like I don't want to see someone be like, eh, "This motherfucker, he he can't afford." Like I don't <laughs> I don't want to hear that stupid. But it's only like. Shirts like pants can be so. Well, we can't afford anything because nobody's sponsoring the fucking podcast. That's the other thing. Anyway, and I felt bad because I listened to a podcast the other day and it's like episode one and it like starts with a whole advertisement. I'm like, how the fuck? But we're also not reaching out to anybody. But after Art All Night is done in a couple weeks, I was thinking. I was thinking yeah, about that. That's what so. we're going to be doing. Well, here's here's we cheers have to hit to the, the business part. We have to let people. We have to be in business with people who let us be stupid and fucked up and drinking on the podcast. Cheers to the real Jack. Oh, that was much better. Okay. Ooh. Oh, shit. Goddamn. That hit. It didn't taste bad. It was just, yeah. That hit a different way. Um, I just want to open up this Italian bread over here. Here you go. My uh, number four is uh, Mini Ripperton's Loving You. Oh, my God. It yeah. was right. It was right there. It was my number six. It was It was going to be higher, but I had, uh, like, I had, there were, like, two or three songs that I put on this list, and I'm like... These have to be on the list, but I had to juggle my list if I was being realistic with myself. And this was this was higher, but I think 
There's another song of hers that I love more, but it's not really <clears throat> as romantic as this one. Mm-hmm. I will say this is probably not my top five mm-hmm. romantic songs. This mm-hmm. is five of my favorite romantic songs. Yeah, it's hard. It like because we also, <laughs> I mean, to put if every- we didn't put it if we would have did like top five 80s romantic songs i yeah. could i could have probably narrowed it down to my top five but i, I will say too i we in the in the loose and, and fast production schedule that we've had we didn't have a lot of time to put this together so i think if, so let's let's call this one five of our favorite we'll romantic call, songs we'll, not top this episode is the quiet storm and this is probably like a rough draft of what Ooh, our you know favorite. we could do another one five sexy songs sexy time on the quiet storm <laughs> you don't have that deep bassy voice though that's why i gotta get close to the mic <laughs> in the quiet you just have to keep saying in the quiet storm okay so you do that and i'll do this that's weird that's weird <laughs> On that note, which lickety, lickety. wow, you're okay. wild. That's for the sexy song show. This is something else entirely. What is your number three? Okay, so I posted it on Instagram the other day. Let's see. Should I pull up your Instagram right now? Pretty and unli- pretty underscore unlimited. Did I ever tell you how I lost Pretty Unlimited for Instagram? No. Remember when everybody was saying that uh, Instagram had that thing where they could sell your photos? Uh huh. So I closed out my fucking account listening to media. Oh, and you got and that lost far. pretty unlimited all one. Terrible. Oh, this this Alexander O'Neill. O'Neill, my sunshine. Yep. Oh. That is, I love that song. I mean, like really, if it's on and I can and I have the time to do it, I'll just. Oh, we're going to put that one song on repeat for like five times because yeah. I just love this song. I think he has an amazing voice. Um, Is Alexander O'Neill underappreciated? Very much so. He also had that whole beef with being too dark with Prince and Mars Day and all that. Wow. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing that um, they, they, they thought. it. Uh, there's a whole rumor thing about him not being successful because uh dark skin brothers because in. yes that makes sense Alexander, that, that was that oh. time for because you figure he would have been like mid 80s yes and oh, yeah. yeah that there was definitely I, I only remember because uh in the in, when it came to like the early 90s when i was watching a lot more uh raunchier comedy they kept talking about how dark skin brothers were back <clears> in style yes yeah same. Oh, he was in the time. I didn't realize yeah. that. Um, speaking of Prince, this past Friday, they dropped... Uh, yeah, his birthday was this week, too. His birthday was, was Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, they dropped the next release of, like... I don't, know, I don't want to call it unreleased. I think some of these did come out. But it was all songs that he wrote for other people, but him performing them. So, like, Prince performing Manic Monday, him doing uh, Sex Shooter... Um, it's maybe like thirteen or fourteen songs. I don't know. It's just it's just, oh cool. It's cool. It's called print. It's called originals. Okay, I'll go look for it. This um, week. it's just it's cool to hear. 
I have so much stuff that I need to watch for to be able to write for, for Pretty Unlimited. Word. And I can't get to it because I'm so busy at work and in art all night. So mm-hmm. all I'm able to do kind of is listen to stuff. Yeah. But even then, I'm zoning. I find myself so deep in the work. I'm zoning out the whatever I'm listening to. Yeah. Well, when I'm working, it's, it's like I couldn't listen to the stuff we're talking about now and appreciate it while I'm yeah. working. I have to listen to stuff that's kind of really... In the background of stuff that'll let me work and not yep. have to worry about anything. Yes. Yeah, so all this past week, I was listening to like 70s and 80s music. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my boss. Okay. So to stop the romantic music for just a moment. What was it that I told you my boss that I was asking you about? Uh, Ski, ski Mask, the Snake yes. God. Yes. Jesus. So one of my bosses... Uh, his son. What the fuck does that even have? I'm confused. Okay, so his son is 17. He'll be 18 in a few weeks, and he okay. went to a concert. Uh, that makes sense. Okay, he went to a concert featuring that person. Ski mask. Yeah, I'm not God. even gonna try to remember that name. Um, I only remember because that that Florida rapper XXX Tentacion who got mm-hmm. killed. This was his. That was his homie. Okay, so um, he's like, yeah, this is what. The dinner table has become. And I'm like, well, you need to control your dinner table. Well, like, why are you letting him listen Wait, to stuff? They're eating dinner listening <laughs> yes. to Ski Mask, the yes. slump guy. Yes. And he was like, letting me know we didn't raise him right. I don't know where I messed up and blah, 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 blah. But in the meantime, I had old stuff playing on my computer at work. Uh-huh. And um, he's like, no, that's music. And it was like, journey, yeah. don't stop believing kind of uh-huh. stuff. And I'm just sitting here, and I was like, "Well, that that's music too." And he's like, "No, no, no." When you know our music, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I was like, again with the same bullshit. You know your parents means. thought your music was shit, or- and now you've gotten old to the point where you think your son's music is shit. This is his time. It's not our time anymore. This is his time. Let him have too. his stuff. Let him have his music. This is what his music is. But that's why And was... it's all and it's you if you tell him it's not music, he's just looking at you like you're old and when are you dying? So would... he can he don't have to hear it no more. It's just weird because like Ski Mask isn't an artist that's like on the billboard charts like that. Mm-hmm. He's more popular on the internet. Yes. You know, so it's weird for my wife to be at Talking about she's at work listening to Ski Mask, the Slump God. It's it's such but a. I, and I stayed. I listen. I was listening to the, to the rest of the songs and everything. So I was listening to to. The, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's not my vibe, but he's it's not, not bad. He's there are worse. Yes. Artists than Ski Mask, the Slump God. So I put on. I was like, well, let's see, because I know he likes R and B. My boss. Mm-hmm. So I put Please Me, with Cardi B, uh-huh. and and Bruno Mars on. And because I know he like, and that's got an old, yeah. older, you know, R and B type vibe. And so I was like, "What about this?" And he's like, "Yeah, see, I can." And then she's talking about reservations at the pussy you gonna eat out, and he yeah. was like, "What?" And no, 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 no. And you so, gonna eat out? And um, in the quiet. And he's school. looking at me. He's like, "And you know all the words." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well." Yeah, I was like, but I, I was like, I don't know the words to every Cardi B song. I was like, but I'm pretty sure I know most of the words to every Bruno Mars song. And he was like, "Who's that?" And then I wanted to smack him. <laughs> he didn't so, know who Bruno Mars no, was. But- I had to show him and play a couple of the songs, and then he he realized who it was. But he didn't even realize that those were all Bruno Mars songs, and like they were all the same person. Uh, does Bruno like, Mars have romantic songs? Um, 
I feel he's got funky songs. He's got that one song about falling on a grenade or whatever. That's I love that song. Is that the closest it's thing to like not, a romantic? It's not song? real. No, probably not because it's all about her like abusing him. Yeah, and treating him like trash. I think that I like it. Like um, that. Who I like the, it. I, what the hell's the name of the song? Now I can't get the title right in my head. That's what I like. That's what I like. Yeah. Let me turn um, this over there. Okay, so now we got romantic Spanish vibes going on. Yeah, for now. Okay. Um, I don't think he's too big on the... And actually, they were interviewing Adele, and they asked her who the best male singer is right now, and she actually, she said Bruno Mars. She's like, he's very underrated. No, I've, She's I've, been in, in the studio with him, and she's like, he is I, amazing. I feel that, but I think the other thing is, like I said earlier, R&B and like real yeah. singers, it's so... Low, and it's not to shit on him, but yeah, I think he's the one name that people come up with immediately. Mm -hmm. And um, did you see her rapping, Adele? Yeah, there's a viral video of her at some. I don't know what club she she did it on carpool carpool karaoke too. What she rap? I don't remember what she rap. She she rapped. She her. There's a thing I love her. She's just she has no filter on shit. She will just try and do anything and she'll be like, Here you go. Sure, I'll try it. No problem. There's this uh if her and Sam Smith ever do a duet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We'll see. Everybody be dying, spontaneously combusting. Um I'll I'll drop this real quick. There was there's a, a song by Kanye West called Monster and on the song has a verse from Nicki Minaj. It's like a really like important verse for her, just like people really fucking with her. And for some reason, like white women rapping that verse is like it's always like Millie Bobby Brown from um Stranger Things, mm-hmm. she did it on Fallon, I think. And Adele recently rapped that verse at some. She, I don't know. Maybe what that's club what she did in. on Carpool Karaoke. I have to look. But this this was at like a club. I don't know what <laughs> was going on, but uh, yeah, she did that too. So. Uh. All right. So, what is your? My number three. Number three. Boys to men, I'll make love to you. On the quiet storm. I actually never. I like that song. It's. Not my favorite boys to men no. song, but I think in terms of like when I think of the biggest romantic songs, and it's not just like because I mean, I'll make love to you for me, that's instantly like, eh, but I think the other lyrics in the hook, it's like it was a big moment. And I think that was the song that I grew up with at like middle school dances when like people were doing like when they were really coupling up and about to do as like as soon the as I hear the guy lie about making love to you all through the night yeah, or to know. the to the break well, of dawn again that's off my list because y'all the, be lying the, the, these are seventh grade fantasies in, in the real world nobody knows the hell but they're grown ass men singing this bullshit they so. have to but they all do that you know <laughs> what what romantic song are like I'm I'm gonna make love to you for five minutes girl <laughs> I might even wake up after I'm done. Like, what are we talking about? (laughs) You going to listen to that? A a romantic song called Five Minutes? I play it for my boss. Yeah, yeah, by Ski Master Slump God and Wanye Morris from Boys to Men. Oh, gosh. Five Minutes. What's your favorite Boys to Men song? Damn, that's a good question. I kind of... I, I think still my favorite is Motown Philly. 
I was going to say, I think it's one of their more upbeat songs. Like, I think the Cooley High Harmony album for me was, mm-hmm. I had that it on tape. It was really good. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. Hard though. to say. Hard to say goodbye. Whatever that was. No. That? That, was a, that was the bomb, though. Yeah. Um, Boys to Men, Cooley. And I, they had all, all the pictures of, like, all these different people that had passed away and stuff. Yeah, it was, was, like, so that sad. Was a lot. What the fuck was the name What's of the, the song? What's the one they did though? with Mariah? Um, fuck. Hold up. Let me find this. Let me see if this song. One Sweet Day. One Sweet Day. Simpin' was a fire song. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of the name of the song. I can hear it in my head, though. Mm -hmm. I like the vocals for Motown Philly, though, when they did the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-do
didn't want to share the spotlight kind of, kind of like without beating them like Ike Turner, mm-hmm. you know? Makes so sense. I, I remember, I can't remember all the, the group names, but I remember growing up in like the eighties and there was always a lot of like, um, Peaches and Herb, Atlantic Star type yeah. duet, you know, uh, R&B groups. Sure. And it was awesome. They were great. But you always would hear about how the guys couldn't understand why the girls would get any attention because they assumed they were like the shit. And it was, and it was like Rufus and um, Shaka Khan. And, you you know, so yeah, all these different ones that were, and Atlantic Star did the same thing. And now Shaka Khan put the album out last year. I heard from Rufus in forever. Who? Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, and it's not knocking them, but when, when that attitude, you can't, you can't keep that within people are going to pick up on it and, and people talk, you know, outside the group. So it's going to, you should just keep that shit to yourself. You would think, you know, be smart. Well, so (laughs) be smart is two words that people don't really live by. I know. What Um, is your number two? Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. (gasps) Ain't no mountain high enough. Awesome song. But for whatever reason, doesn't, to me come across as I know it's a romantic song but it doesn't I think, I think it's, it's the beat yeah I was gonna say it's the tempo it's, it's, it's a lot tempo, more up tempo yeah. but when but I think that's the thing when you really listen to the lyrics mm-hmm. it's like oh the lyrics are awesome yeah it's 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 much more uh what was I watching the other day and somebody was just like really poetic in a letter that they sent to someone Fuck, I don't remember what I I told myself to remember. I don't remember what it was, but Callie's next door. Okay, but this um, these types of songs remind me of that, where it's like someone is just so openly poetic with their mm-hmm. feelings about. I wish I remember what I was watching. But yeah, "In the Mountain High Enough" is um, it's a really good song, mm-hmm. and it's probably nice to be able to like talk about your relationship in an upbeat yeah kind of tempo yeah you know not the whole um i i must make love to you kind of you know shit that we hear all the time you know so yeah i can i can kind of i think um in my head uh i have to separate um Positive, sexy, and romantic. Like yeah. the three can't necessarily go. Well, I think romantic and sexy, and then romantic and and positive, but probably not sexy and positive. Well, this is go like because like, when you think of the quiet storm, like the ten o'clock hour is more like the slower romantic. Yeah, eleven o'clock is like raunchy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So ten o'clock is. Okay, we're gonna slow down the pace of the house. Ten o'clock is four o'clock. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna we're, the kids are in bed. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna start. Get your bath water ready. Eleven oh one. Okay, fuck my brains out. Yeah. Okay, turn that song up so the kids don't hear us. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think while ain't no mountain high enough doesn't fit into that. Yeah. Mental, I think, lyrically, it's more... And they had really good chemistry in that... In well, the... I, th- I think, yeah, they... I th- and I think that was one of the things with Marvin, especially in that era, where he tried to... Like, some of his biggest hits were those powerful duets. Yes. 
and he might have had like two or three of them and it was can you hear the music next door into the microphone yeah i mean it's faint but you can definitely hear them <laughs> um i haven't it's been a while since i read his uh the biography on him mm-hmm. that was a thing with him for a while though he was trying to chase those hits and when he wasn't able to and he got out of his depression then he started doing what's going on like he figured he would flip the script but you know it was it was that chemistry that i think embodied a lot of his early success and I, you know I'm not i'm not knocking him because he was an amazing talent but he, he had know, issues. He definitely had his issues. He had some demons yes. um, that yeah. his father tried to take from him. Yeah, he literally um, took them from him. But um, I think some people, if I look at Marvin Gaye, it's not screaming, oh, he's hot and sexy. No. You know, um, I actually felt like there's two singers in my head that, to me, it had like that ability to do really romantic songs and and very like very much uh, you know love making songs and uh-huh. kind of grab you by the back of your neck fuck me songs kind of uh-huh. and I do I never thought either of them was attractive. Marvin Gaye is one, and the other one was Teddy Pendergrass. I thought you was about to say Prince. You know, I saw that thing that people put out last year. What they put that in. Prince was the only guy wearing makeup that could come and take your girl. Facts. <laughs> and they're not wrong. He, For whatever reason, most women, if we saw Prince, anybody else but Prince, dressed exactly like him, being small and tiny, yeah. with makeup on, and a dry jerry curl. You laugh at him. Yes. And wearing heels. We'd be like, but Prince himself, we'd be like, oh my God, let me rip my clothes off. Prince, Prince. I got hope on, my husband don't get mad. He got <laughs> he got makeup on. He'll take your girl and then he'll take her wardrobe. Yes. And I and I might be able to borrow his shoes if he's in a really, really good mood. He's I think a, he probably a, wouldn't do it. <laughs> he's a little man too. So he, really very depends. little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get, he must have been doing something right. Like, there's other, like, artists, too, though, that are, like, known for, like, being sexy. Like, um, Mick Jagger. I just yeah. never. That's, like, hippie. Steven Tyler. Just. That's, like, that, 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 that hippie dope fiend attraction. Yeah, I just can't. I, I just can't get with it. I can't tell you. you I, know? I don't understand that shit. Um, what's your number one? I wonder if it's your number one. I don't think it's my number one. Always and Forever. No. Heat Wave. That's a great song, though. Great song. I love that song. One of my favorites. Um, definitely uh, one of my top romantic songs. I think I'm going to have to revisit, though, and go through a lot of songs and figure out what a top five would we, be. We might have to do another yeah. another one of these at some yeah. point. Later on down the line. Yeah. Um, We're not going anywhere. But yeah, uh, Heat Wave had uh, quite a few good songs. That's a great song. Um, and this was the other one that my stepdad liked. And he would play it often. Get you bookending your list with your stepdad. <laughs> you know. Um, and it, I, I saw, I've watched them sing it live on, on like various YouTube videos like a kabillion times. Uh-huh. And it's always... Uh, the, you see, like, the audience, like, the couples are all kind of, like, locked up and 
and uh, like kind of doing that, you know, they're swaying to the to the music and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I there was a I'm realizing there was um, a singer who I watched a concert tape of theirs uh-huh. that you got me. And it was rom- the concert was romantic from start to finish. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. And I just realized I didn't put that person on this list anywhere. So I need to rethink this. And that was Sade. I was going to say it's probably Sade. Yeah. And who's got like, but you know, even if the song for her is not a romantic song, the vibe that comes off. The whole vibe is. Is is very sexy, romantic, laid back, chill, you know, and um, I can listen to Sade. All day. All day. Yeah. And I have done so many times. Word. You know, and um, and it bothers me now because, like, I have people, like, Jaden doesn't know what who Sade is. You know, he's like, who? No. And, um, but even, like, some people at work, like, I'll play a Sade song, and they're like, oh, I've heard that. Yeah. But they don't know who she is. They no. don't, you know. Sade, appreciation for Sade hasn't died, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, and I mean, I hate saying it, but, like, Someone like Drake, who's been really appreciative of Sade, has probably turned a lot of his fans on to her. Which is great. Um, she did one of the main themes for uh, <clears throat> the Ava DuVernay movie, uh, Wrinkle in Time, when it came out. Mm-hmm. Was it last year? Um, she did. And I remember being shocked at the screening, being like, wait, that's a new Sade song? Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? And there were, like, two different versions of whatever. So, yeah, I think she's still around. I think she's still, uh, she might be, I always hear that she's working on an album, but, um, yeah, there's, like, her run. She tours a lot. Yeah, I think, and that's probably why she might not have it completed, because yeah. she's able to just get that money she off did her that, own shit. She did one tour. It was, like, the... The Lover's Rock. The Lover's Rock or something, yeah. Yeah, that uh, might have uh, been her last album, I yeah. think. Yeah, and, but it was, like, you really felt like it was um, f- for couples. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and she... Grown in sex. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very much so. Mm. Um, I have friends that went to go to see New Edition uh-huh. the other night. Recently. Yeah. Thurs- like Thursday night. Uh, last night. Or, no, Thursday night. Yeah. Two, two days ago. So... And a bunch of them, and they were all like streaming live, and I was seeing it, and it was terrible. <laughs> I was where was like, this? Was where Philly? <clears throat> probably, I don't know. That sounds like a bad time. Yeah, but they were all excited to go see Bobby Brown, and I was like, why? Oh, he sees touring with them now. Yes. Jesus. Uh, it sounds like, like a why? problem. No new edition songs, major top five romantic songs. Hmm. No. No. And there's some new edition. Oh, you know, maybe we'll do some uh, top five, uh, like, see how they, Marvin Gaye, top five, yeah. new edition. Top, top five, five, new edition would, would be, be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool It Down would probably still be my number one. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reveal my number one. <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back through and listen to all my. Yeah. And do I have to go by the song or can I go by the video? <laughs> There's a few videos. I think you, I like. should, you should go by the song as long as uh, I don't know. We'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I like the video to uh, if it isn't love. If it is, that's a jam. Too. I love the song. I love the video, and they're all trying to like figure out the steps to do. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a jam. <laughs> yeah, it was a jam. Um, 
my number one. Let me guess. Go male, ahead. male, or let's play twenty questions. Male or female? Uh, there's a male and a female on the song. Is it another Marvin Gaye? Mm-mm. Okay. It's more modern than that. Crazy in Love. No. <laughs> um. I'll give you a hint. The artist who put out the song, it was on her only studio album. That doesn't help me. I don't know these things the way you do. You, you know this song. Um, give me a decade. 90s. It's a Grammy award winning album from the 90s. <laughs> I don't pay attention to that stuff. Okay, I give up. <laughs> Nothing Even Matters by Lauryn Hill. Yeah, I never would have got that. <laughs> but you know the song. I love the song, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, Back when I used to like Lauryn Hill. Well, I mean, it's my favorite song on the album. Probably one of my favorite songs from her that isn't... Um, what the fuck is the name of that song? Sweetest Thing. Um, and again, it's not a typical... Romance, because like the lyrics mm-hmm. aren't like "I love you, baby, so much." Yes. So that it's it's just it's literally about like I don't give a fuck what crazy shit's going on. Like nothing matters because I have you. Yep. Um, I like that aspect of it. I like it's the tempo is like perfect. It th- it's an all song. around good song for a couple that are you know not worrying about outside bullshit. Word, it's really real. Yes, it's really, re- and I think. At that time, because this would have been, what, 98? So she was in her prime. D'Angelo was just about to drop. I have to bust up the romance. You better stop going on there. Frank was on the buffet. That could be taken in a number a couple of ways. Um, Frank's a cat, by the way. (laughs) Lauren Hill would have been in her prime. D'Angelo was about to enter the how does it feel era. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just a perfect time for that stuff. And that, that song, like, this was one of my favorite songs on the album. And it always stuck with me more so than X Factor and that thing and all that other stuff. And if I were to make, like, a mixtape of my favorite romance, this would probably be the last song on the tape, or at least somewhere towards the end. It's just, like, that perfect of a song to me. Come here, Jaden. Let's make out a whole Jaden just walked into the room. Pie boy. Say hello to the podcast, people. Hello. Hello. (laughs) The least romantic voice ever. Come here. The cutest voice ever. He's so so annoyed that I'm making him come over here. Okay, so me and your dad are talking about uh, the most romantic songs. At the quiet store. What's the most romantic song to you? You don't know nothing about romance. You don't have any? Where are you going? Come here. He's going to take his whole shirt off. You know how much romance you've killed over the years? Yeah, you know. He's man, he ain't got no shirt on. (laughs) I hate him. I love you, but you're an asshole, just so you know. He escaped the conversation by getting his whole shirt off while she was holding (laughs) on to it. And held on to his little miniature pie. Shouts to Walmart for the for the fifty cent pies. A um, genius. A my genius. favorite Lauren Hill song though is um, X Factor. I know you love X Factor. That is my and I like Zion. Zion's a great song mm-hmm. too. But yeah, um, that song with Hello Jaden. That song with D'Angelo is uh, 
definitely tops and the vocals are great on both sides and they can each hold their own. Yeah. Which is not always the case because sometimes one can blow better than the other. No, they, they had a but, perfect blend. Yeah, but it was a really good blend. Um, it has a strong slow jam kind of, Yeah. Boom, you know. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just a perfect tempo. But it's a little heavier, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... It doesn't take the... It. the overly romantic yeah. like like i'll make love to you does it no. doesn't you know no it's 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 more of a, a mood setter yes no. yeah and that's the i think that's the songs i like more um let's set a mood yeah i like the mood um set you know i have a um <laughs> i have a pandora stations set up one is uh uh all the romance uh-huh. and the other one is uh it's sexiness. Sexy moods in the quiet so, storm. Oh my lord. And um <laughs> I'm very picky on which songs go in. So I like when they that. when they offer up songs, I'm like, oh no, bitch, thumbs down. Uh, see, I've 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 literally be been making a playlist in Apple Music for like two summers now of my favorite there's like a certain like it's an eighties vibe, but it's eighties like the Jets crush on you. You love the Jets. And that's but Crush on You is such a great record. And <laughs> I want it to be that mixture of like up tempo poppy freestyle type. Mm-hmm. You know, like that like Madonna borderline. And it's like like cause I it can't just be this is a song in the eighties. It can't just be this is a great slow it has to be a particular thing. And I, I can't finish the playlist because I don't think it doesn't feel like it's done. And I, there's so many songs I'm like that's a great song, but that's not a great song for this playlist. There, a Madonna song came on the other day, and I hadn't heard it in I don't know how many years, and I actually forgot about the song. Yeah, Angel. Angel. Um. I don't remember it. That was okay. from that was from like er, her earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna just play it so only you can hear it. Everybody else can can Google search. I don't. How are you gonna be able to play for me to only hear? It? Hand me the phone. Is it playing? Mm-hmm. I can't hear it. Is this how I turn it on? I remember this song. I don't remember how the hook is. So. It's coming. I don't know. I fuck with stuff like that. That's why I fuck with Prince. A lot of his mm-hmm. stuff is like that. Um, Oops. Look at you, drunk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> not yet. Um, <laughs> nah, but yeah, nothing even matters. If you've not heard it, it's one of the best songs on her only studio album that was a Grammy Award winning you know. success. What at the happened? Time. Well, and him too. But anyway, anyway. Well, that's a whole other topic. What happened to her? There were lawsuits because the band felt like they weren't properly compensated. Mm-hmm. Um, she was with a Marley, and because they got a good amount of kids. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she put a, and I think she was going through her own things with fame and celebrity, mm-hmm. um, which, like, if you listen to the Unplugged album that she did, mm-hmm. it's definitely like raw and trying to figure out who she was. Yeah, I kind of just wish that she was able to channel that into more new music and not yes, whatever her situation is now i think i saw when i was in new york i saw she's she's doing like a halftime show for a mets game or a yankees game or something it's just like i saw someone post up like uh which one do you like better her or this other singer i'll tell you who it is in a sec uh, and i'm like you cannot they have totally different um executions in terms of music. They said Beyonce? Erica Badu. Erica. I guess they felt that was the closest. Yeah, and still... I was like, I don't feel like they have the same... Because nah. er- the thing is like... Erica Badu is very earthy. Very earthy. You know, and... Um, I think Lauren's a better singer than Erica. Mm-hmm. Erica's probably a better writer. Um, they both can rap. But Lauren is an MC where I think Erica, like, she can rap when she wants to and she has a lot and, of fun with it. And yeah, and I think Erica has, in terms of audience appeal, I feel like she has a better personality. Yeah, as long as like she's not she, talking about controversial stuff. Yeah, and, but she's gonna, she's gonna engage the audience better in like i've watched concert videos from both of them yeah and she's like just more engaging and playful and yeah just watch you know. the, the tyrone tyrone video. yeah like, you can watch tyrone and see that you she know? was i've never seen erica badu live but in that era when her live album came out she was my favorite artist to listen to yeah live. She, she's just so much fun yeah. to you know and she's talking about some real serious shit, mm-hmm. but she knows how to keep it a little bit more lighthearted. But that's what so I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, because, I, mean, I mean, it sounds crazy now because it's like everybody knows that uh, what the fuck was the on and on was like, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. 5% and all that stuff. But like at the time, that was just a fly song that yeah. if you took a pull from the joint or like took like two seconds to really think about it. There was a whole yeah, other her whole level. album playing like Monday. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's whole other levels to a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That, What's the bag lady one? Mama's gun. Is that the name of the album? Or are you talking about the actual song? Bag the song. Lady? Bag yeah. lady. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, okay. So if you guys know of any other quiet storm, romantic, the Quiet Storm. <laughs> uh, kind of songs. And maybe some other genres of it that we didn't tap into. I imagine uh, there's a lot of like 80s yes. power rock. Oh, we'll do uh, 80s power ballads. Mm. <laughs> I know them all. Yeah, <laughs> and I, we're I, in Jersey, so we got to have some Bon Jovi in there. there so. That's what people always say. Um, But yeah, if you guys have any songs that you... I uh, think we should listen to or consider. Let uh, us know. Word. Please let us know. And on that note, this has been a very romantic, romantic podcast. You are now leaving the quiet story. You stupid. <laughs> 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 you crazy. Mwah.